Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneurs Visiting Victor. I am your host, Victor Dadash. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. Today, we have an awesome guest. He is a guy who's been in the network marketing industry over 25 years. He is a seven-figure earner. He is also a serial entrepreneur as well as a Forex trading expert. So let's welcome Danny Lucciardi. How are you doing today, Danny? Hey, I'm doing great, Victor. I like that. I like I like that serial entrepreneur. <laughs> doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to have you here, and I'm looking forward to you know the great wisdom you'll be sharing with all of us. So I like to get started, Danny, but just asking, how did you get started? Share your story, you know, your background as to how you got into this industry. All right, great. That's a, a, a definitely like to be able to do that. You know, it's a little bit different how I got in. I got in back in 1995. And at that time, I was uh, managing a, a, a big health club chain. Uh, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I had people coming in all the time, you know, telling me about these things to make extra money. And I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't interested at all. Mm -hmm. There was this one gentleman that um, he was very persistent. Every day he would come in and just mm -hmm. keep asking me are you ready are you ready mm -hmm. there's times where i would see him drive up and i would kind of leave the office so i didn't have to say no i'm not ready but well, one day i said listen let you know tell me more about what you what you know you're talking about and uh, we went to lunch and you know i'll be quite honest i i wasn't closed-minded but I, I i was doing it just to like hey that way he'll stop bugging me <laughs> um you know i look mm -hmm. back 26 years ago and i wish i knew or knew where that that gentleman brian mm -hmm. was at because it's definitely um has changed my life and not just financially and it's more than just that you know even though you know but it's changed my life where i've learned mm -hmm. more about what this industry is all about so um you know i'm excited to be in it i'm excited to um, be able to change lives of many. And that's what it's all about to me. Awesome. Awesome. That's good. Great to hear. So yeah. And 25 years ago, it was a totally different environment. It's like you didn't have Facebook, you didn't have Instagram. It was really just starting to talk to people, make a list of friends. So it was definitely a totally different environment. So so take us along so what so basically it was more like you weren't really too interested but yet you kept on what, what kept you in the industry um because of you know you said that word serial entrepreneur and to me a serial entrepreneur is somebody who's always looking a way to make extra money in different mm -hmm. different ways and you know even though i was doing well at that time you know um I was intrigued by it. My parents, and it's kind of odd, I, I didn't even realize this to probably about maybe 10 years ago, they were in a company called Shackley mm -hmm. uh, back when I was a kid growing up. And, you know, I don't remember quite, you know, what they did if they did home parties and stuff like that. I just remember that, you know, we had Shackley products in the house. My parents were going out doing meetings. So I kind of knew about the industry. And, and what kept me going was, you know, again, I made a few bucks every month in, in the different companies I was in. And that just kind of kept me going. Um, the excitement thinking, you know, what, what if, what if, you know, you know, I, I could, you know, make at that time, a couple of grand a month extra, uh, what would it do? And, um, you know, and it was something that kept me going. And then I, I left the health club industry and, and briefly was in the auto industry and did well with that. Mm -hmm. And then I got into mortgage and real estate in 2003 and it was a, it, that was life changing because there was so much money to be made. I was doing mortgages at the time and the, the real estate market was just booming. Things were great. Uh, and then in 2007, it crashed. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was introduced to a company and it's funny because I wasn't looking for a, another company. I was trying to figure out how I can make money. And, you know, with my mortgage business and I was blinded by my past experiences of that what if thing. So I was introduced to a company in 2007 and that totally took me from here all the way up here. Um, so 
Yeah, 2007 is when I really learned about what the industry was all about. So 12 years later. Wow. Yeah, and everyone has a different learning curve for you. It took like almost 12 years, but you did have, you did make some money. And here's the thing. Sometimes it's like, I think sometimes when we talk to you, we try to make them say, oh, you can earn a million bucks in this. But sometimes like 500 bucks, a thousand, 2000 in your case, it, uh, it can definitely help. Saying so you never know where it can lead you. And so some circumstances like with yours, like with the, with the real estate crash in 2007, 2008, uh, sometimes you look at things differently. And so yeah, I guess you have a certain openness. And I guess it opens up an opportunity for you because your, your thinking, I guess, changed at that time, right? Uh, 100%. And like I said, I wasn't looking for another MLM business. And mm -hmm. it just so happened. And this is something that, you know, something, maybe somebody that's looking at a company. Um, we ended up going to my brother's house and he, because um, he had told me about a company. And like I said, that was the last thing on my mind. And I remember going to church that day with a, a buddy and his wife. And, and then we went to lunch and I told him about this company and my brother talked about it. And he said, well, that's a, that's a, they're, they're kind of like in the, in the mix right now. They're doing pretty well. So that's when we decided to go there. And I walked in there and, um, you know, it was a juice company. I'll mm -hmm. leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And he handed me a, looked like it was in a wine glass. And I said, Joe, I don't, I don't drink wine. He said, no, it's not wine. It's juice. And Mm -hmm. It was warm and it didn't taste that good. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I sat down and he had me watch this video. And there's something in the video that I really caught my attention. And it was, they were uh, uh, in, in the, um, Costa Rica and they were ziplining in like the jungle. Mm -hmm. I thought, man, that would be cool to be able to do that. And that's really what got my attention about that company. And, you know, again, I started thinking, what if, but you know, I told myself that if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to listen to the people that are successful in the company that have already done it. And I'm going to treat it like, like I just bought myself a business and speaking of buying, we only, honest to God, we had, this is a true story. We had $721 in our bank account that time. Mm -hmm. It costs almost $500 to sign up. And so I had, I had to make it work, you know, uh, bills weren't getting paid. You know, I had some mm -hmm. deals closing, but you know, it mm -hmm. was, it, it was kind of weird. I remember like it was yesterday. Cause I told my brother, I said, hey, I said, who signed you up? I want to talk to them. So they came over and it was a skater guy, the guy that skateboarded for years and his wife, and he had his hat on backwards um, and they told me how much money they were making and levels they were at and stuff. I said, okay, so how much I sell these bottles for? I think we just bought 18 of them, I think or four, six, no, 12 of them. Mm -hmm. I said, how much do I sell them for? He goes, oh, you don't sell them. You give them away for free. I go, what are you talking about? Give them away for free. I can't even afford to buy them. And you want me to give them away for free. But then it kind of, I told myself, I said, listen, I, you're going to do what they said. And that's what I did. And I was able to uh, build a very successful business. I say, you know, and it was a seven figure income. You know, let me make a disclosure. It wasn't per year. It was over a four and a half year period. Uh, we were one of the top earners in the company. Uh, we had businesses all over, the business was all over the world, which was something very cool. But I learned so much about the industry that, you know, it's a, it was a, a change of a lifestyle, uh, not just another business. It was a lifestyle change. And that's when it really, mm -hmm. that year from 2007 to when I left the company in 2012, uh, it was just an amazing growth period in my life. So. No, absolutely. And I think you have a couple of key points there. Number one, it was a tough period in your life. You didn't have a lot of money in the bank. You had $721. And yeah, you decided to invest in this as a business. And so you had a, definitely an investment mindset. You saw this as an investment and you had to spend almost $500 in there. So you didn't have a whole lot left over and you really had to make this work. And, and you made a key decision, which I think some network marketers don't make because you decided to listen to the people who were successful at the, at the top of the company, which is very important because a lot of people don't do that. They try to tweak their own way, but if these people are doing it, they're successful and they make a lot of money doing it. You were 
teachable enough, humble enough to listen to these people. That's very important. And it wasn't easy, especially when they were telling you to give the bottles away. You have like 12 bottles and you're like, I need to make some money. But yet at the same time, you were teachable enough to say to, say to yourself, you know what? These guys are more successful than I am. So it's not an easy thing to do, but I'm going to do it. And like you said, and because of your consistent action, listening to these people over the next four and a half years, you're able to do seven figures. So you were able to have done that over the course of four and a half years. And you had the success because you were able to do it and take those actions and be and listen to them. I'm sure there were other things, of course, you did as well. But I thought that was a very key uh, point that you were willing to listen and were teachable. A hundred percent. It's all about that. You know, I, you know, since then I'm, I sponsored a lot of people in the industry um, and, and, and a lot of people will come in and want to do it their way. And I'm not, listen, I, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not an expert or I'm not the top income earner in the multi-level marketing industry, but I have been mentored by some of the top. Mm -hmm. What I, what I teach people is not what I feel is going to work. It's what I've been taught. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, my story that I, I, you know, how I got started back you know, at the beginning. And then in 2007, when I really had my first success, mm -hmm. um, I, that's what I use. And again, I don't teach anything that I haven't been taught. And again, I've been mentored by some of the top earners in the industry, not just companies, but industries. And, you know, I take, everything that they they have taught me and i and i put that to work and that's the thing another thing that i teach somebody is listen if you're going to learn something it doesn't matter what you learn if you don't put it into effect um so um you know it's it's been a great um time since then and you know and i've, I've had some ups and downs since since mm -hmm. i left that company and it's just you know what i know is you know i've been at the very bottom of the valley and I've mm -hmm. been at the very top at the peaks, you know, you've heard peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. And I know this, I know the feeling down here and I know the feeling up here, but what I think is more important is I have learned what it takes to get from here back up here. And I've done it a few times. So don't think that once you get to the top, you're like, Whoa, it's easy. I'm good. No, you know, you, it, you have to be prepared for the worst. Mm -hmm. And that's just how I am. Um, that, Again, I, I know what it takes to get off my butt and get back up to the top. So. No, 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 absolutely. Some good points right there, Danny. Number one, um, you, you've learned from the best and you took action on it. It's not enough to learn. So a lot of people have, they learn a lot. Uh, they have what's called self-esteem instead of self-esteem. They read books and do that. I like but that. They, <laughs> but they don't take action. But here's the thing, nothing changes you unless you take action the things that you learn. So that was very yeah. important. And then I thought you had a great point there. It's like there are ups and downs. It's not always consistent in the entrepreneurial world. You got to the top, then you have, you know, went back and forth. And that happens to a lot of people. A lot of people don't realize a lot of the rich millionaires and billionaires, some of them, they went to the top, they lost it all, but because they developed that mindset, they knew they could do it before they went back to the top. So you can actually, if you've been to the top and you've fallen, you can always go back to the top because they have that millionaire or billionaire mindset. They know what it takes to succeed. So they don't let a temporary fall stop you from going back to the top. So it's something to, for us to keep in mind. There are going to be ebbs and flows in this journey. It's not going to be one straight line. So it's it basically, you're going to have obstacles. Things are going to happen. Sometimes it's out of your control. And you're doing well one day, you're killing it the next day. You're like, what the hell happened to my business? But, uh, but yeah. you know, you can overcome it. So that was a, you know, it's a good reminder and you're going to have your ups and your downs in these journeys, but you, you go back down, you can easily go back to the top because you've done it and others have done it as well. Uh, you know, something that you said is, it's, um, you know, it was my personal life that, um, caused me to go back down and it wasn't the company and I'm never going to blame any company that, you mm -hmm. know, I've been in, you know, it's all about me. I take full responsibility. Yeah. I'm the one that built it. You know, I'll say that, um, but I'm the one that if it fails, it's my fault. Um, you know, I, um, I went through a divorce and mm -hmm. there was some hard times and, you know, and mm -hmm. that's again, you know, my fault, you're not going to blame anybody else, but I can remember and, it was probably uh, end of 2011 going to 2012. I 
I was sitting at a Jack in a box, true story. Didn't have 99 cents to buy two tacos. And I had just made a seven figure income the last four and a half years prior to that. Now, what does that mean? A lot of things I learned from it. Learn, you know, obviously, you know, be a good steward of your money, you know, but again, I went through this divorce. I, I you know, and it was just, it was tough, but it was a great learning experience. Um, and I can guarantee myself this, that that will never happen again. I have learned so much from falling back down uh, and getting back up and building it back up. And it's something that, you know, like you said, the ebb and flows, it's, it's, you know what, you just don't know what's going to happen. And, and um, I was, uh, I sent a text to my, my girlfriend's son and he plays high school baseball. And I told him, you know, it's not how many times you fall that dictates your success. It's how many times you get back up, but what you learn from that fall. And that's what I take in the heart every day. Um, because even when you're successful, there's going to be times where you're going to be down. There's going to be times where yeah. it might fall and maybe not all the way down like I did, but you have to be prepared to understand. And, and the biggest thing that I could give anybody out there tip is do not look at others for your failures. It's all about this person. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. You can blame the company. You can blame the comp plan. You can blame the products. You can blame anything in life, but at the end of the day, it's, it's all on me. Absolutely. It's ultimately up to us. So no matter what happens around us, we have the power to respond to the circumstances. We may not always have control of the things that happen to us, but we yeah. can. We have a power over how we respond. That's why two people can be in the same situation that have different results because they choose a different response. So you're right. Ultimately, we're responsible for what happens to us, how we respond to that event. And like you said, things happen. You went through a painful divorce. But, you know, you hit rock bottom, but you learn, you learn from that situation. You said those things that the things you may have not, may not have done correctly, you're going to avoid doing them. Here's the thing. We all make mistakes. But the point of thing is, if you can learn from your mistakes and you grow from them, that's a good thing. Sometimes people, unfortunately, don't, but at least you did. So you, you, you took, you know, you took stock of what happened to you, you learn from it, and then you moved on and you're, you're a much stronger person as a result. And you looked at yourself and then and I, I like the fact that whatever you did or didn't do, you took responsibility for it because that's a big thing that separates successful people from unsuccessful people. Unsuccessful people will blame the company, they'll blame the weather, they'll blame the governor, the president, you name it, they blame it. But the thing is they never look at the part that they plan in. They, they never say, what part did I plan it? And when you don't do that, here's the thing, you don't take responsibility. You don't take action. Here's the thing. You know why? Because you think outside forces of people are responsible for your success. And when you do that, you don't look for solutions to your problems. You say, I have to wait on other people. But when you take responsibility, which is what you did, then you start looking for solutions. You figure out, you start thinking, what can I do to make the situation better? And that'll, that'll make a big difference between when you're successful or not. 100%. And that's just, you know, it, it took me, I'm 58 years old. Um, it took me until I, you know, was honestly at that jack in the box and realized that, you know, it was me that got me to where we were and got me that got me where I am. But there's one thing that, you know, that I've always had in the back of my mind. So back in probably in mid eighties, I went to a sales seminar. Uh, the gentleman's name was Tom Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Not too many people know who Tom Hopkins is. Mm -hmm. And it was with that health club industry that a company I was with who sent us. And I remember it was right before break, he wrote these four letters on the, the this is how old this is, <laughs> overhead projector. Okay. Mm -hmm. you, okay. <laughs> and and the, the four letters were G-O-Y-A, Goya. All right. And he goes, we're going to break right now. And I just put this up there. I want you to, you know, when we come back, I want you to think or during your break, what does this mean to you? I'm like, Goya, oh, yeah, what the heck's that mean? Nobody had the answer. Finally, he said what it was. It's Goya, G-O-Y-A, get off your ass. Okay, excuse my language. But that's the entrepreneur side of things that you have to understand you got to get off your butt every day i don't care where you are and what company you're in how much money you're making you have to get off every every day and do something to to 
move your business forward, move your life forward. And that's something else about this industry. It's not, when I say it's, when I say it's not about the money, of course it's about the money. But the biggest thing that I've learned, two things about this industry is number one, it's about um, um, helping others change their life, helping others succeed. Because this is the only industry that I know in order for me to succeed, I have to help others succeed. That's, the, that's a big deal about this industry. The next thing that this industry has taught me is personal development. That's the two big things that I've gotten from this industry. Uh, yeah, the lifestyle is great. The things that we get to do, you know, you know, people ask me how many hours a night do you sleep? I tell them when I'm done sleeping, I wake up. I'm not that guy that gets up at five, six o'clock in the morning. I do. I might, you know, do a little bit of work. So I do on a traditional business, but you know, for the most part, I'll lay in bed until I'm ready to get up. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line. So the, this industry can definitely change your life if you do it correctly, but it also will change the lives of others. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. It will change your life. You can have a better life, but it can also change the lives of many other people. And yeah. I, that's, that's one thing I do love about this industry. You can mm -hmm. only succeed with helping other people. The more people you help whose yeah. lives you improve and change and make better, the more your life will get. So it's a win-win situation. But if you don't help other people's lives, guess what? Your life is not going to get any better. So I just love that. I was in the corporate world for a lot of years. And I got to be honest with you, Danny. I didn't feel like I was really helping a lot of people. You know, yeah, I worked hard and stuff like that. But I didn't feel I was making a, a big difference in other people's lives. In this industry, absolutely. I feel like I've made a big difference in a lot of people's lives. And that's why I'm enjoying the life that I am. You are and many other people as well. And it really feels good. We have other people thank you saying, you know, because of you, my life has changed, gone so much better. That, that, you know, you can't put a price on the feeling you have when someone tells you that. It really, you feel so much better by yourself knowing you help someone's life improve. So I totally agree with you. And I agree with the part about personal development. I've grown so much as a person in this industry from all the stuff that I learned. Some people say network marketing is personal development with a paycheck. And I think yeah. there's some truth to that as well because you really need to grow in this industry and you really need to help other people succeed you do those two things, you can be very successful in this, in this industry and really have that lifestyle that you have right now. You really need to just do those things. You need to grow as a person. This industry definitely uh, definitely encourages you to grow. The more that you grow and the more that you help other people, man, the sky's the limit. 100%, 100%. and then, you know, again, it's it's a lot of people get in because they, you know, I, there's like questions over Facebook, you know, different groups, you know, did you get in for the money? You know, well, of course we get in for the money, mm -hmm. but the money is just not going to, there's got to be more to it than just the money, you know? Um, and, you know, to me, and it took me, you know, one of my mentors from the company I was in in 2007, he, he told me, and even Jim Rome says it, you know, the more people have to achieve their goals and more of your goals, are, I don't know exactly how he says mm -hmm. it, but it just makes so much sense. And, and, you know, I have learned, I've been taught to take the focus off of me and put it on others. And that's the thing about, you know, I have a public why. I mean, I got my personal whys that are personal mm -hmm. to me, but I have a public why, and that's to help as many people succeed as possible. To have them, you know, to help them achieve the success that they deserve. And, you know, that's how I live my life every day. And, you know, and I don't have a, I don't look, you know, in the business I'm in, you know, like, like you know, the company I'm with right now, you know, I'll be honest, we, we did a Zoom the other day and people were talking about the comp plan. I, honestly, I don't, I understand the comp plan because I've kind of breezed through it, but that's not important to me because here's how I know, here's how comp plans work. If you go out and you share the opportunity or the products and you, you help people change their lives, guess what happens? you get paid. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know how it works. You need to know what you need to do so you can get paid. And that's what's important. A lot of people want to, oh, we got the best comp plan in town oh, or in the industry. <laughs> doesn't matter if you don't go out there and put people and help change people's lives. No, absolutely. And the truth is very few people join you because of the comp plan. They join you because of you. Do they like you? Do they trust you? Do they feel you can help? Do, do, do you do they sense that you really care for them? And when they can sense those things, then they're more willing to join because they believe you have their best interests in heart. So like you said, you got to do the things that can help bring people into their business. The more that you bring in, the more that you help, 
the more money that compensation plan will make for you. But again, you know, most companies have pretty good compensation. You can argue about which one's better and all that stuff, but yeah. generally most of them are pretty good. The important thing is if you're not taking those actions, it doesn't matter if you have the best compensation plan in the world, you're not gonna succeed it. So you gotta be focused on bringing people in, helping them, helping them succeed, helping them build their business, so do the things that help them succeed because you help them succeed, you're going to make more money. And I agree, most people, we all get in initially because we want to make money and that's still an important part, yeah. but it's, but you realize there's a much deeper why, there's much deeper meaning, there's much more to this industry than just making money. You can change so many people's lives and you can change yourself. Like Jim Rohn talks about, um, be, be, how did he say it? Uh, focus more on your, um, what am I forget? Focus, you know, too many people, you, you focus more on yourself than on your business. If you focus on your business, you can make money, but if you focus on yourself, you can make a fortune because you really, that person that you really grow, you can, the sky's the limit for you. And too many people don't focus on that. They just focus on the little things they need to do, but you really develop yourself. It's the person he talks about, the person you become in the process. That's what attracts people to you. And, and you, you've been in this industry a long time. You've changed a lot over the last 10, 15, 20 years from where you were before. This industry has changed a lot. It's definitely changed me a lot. And I know it's changed a lot of our audiences, a lot of people in the audience as well. You know, something you just kind of mentioned, you know, this is something um, that, again, I was taught, you know, you need to make your business part of your life versus mm -hmm. your life part of your business. And what does that mean? That my business is part of my life because I know it's just not, you know, how many people can I sign up? You know, my life um, doesn't, how do I, how do I put this in? Um, my life doesn't, ar ar uh, isn't all about my business. My business is, is all part of me. Like people say, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. When you make it part of your life, it's an everyday thing. You know, you're going to succeed. The other thing is I teach people that, you know, when, when somebody says, oh, I do this full time, that's really a scary thought because if I'm trying to change somebody's life and they got a nine to five job and they can't do this full time, they're going to say, well, I can never be like you. So this is what I've been taught. And this is what I share with people. This industry, this business is physically part-time. Okay. I'll be very honest. Yes. I've, you know, worked hard at what I do but it's not a full-time physical business where you got to be involved in it, you know, every day, eight to 10 hours a day. But where the rubber meets the road is, is the mental side of it is full-time. So it's physically part-time and it's mentally full-time because it's part of my life. So it is full-time. I could be anywhere and I can share what I do, you know, because it's mentally in my mind all the time. So if that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, mentally, it's always a part of us, but we're not physically doing this 24 hours a day. And if it is, like you said, someone who's doing a full-time job, they're going to say, oh, I'm doing this job. I can't do both at the same time if it's a physically full-time thing. In fact, going back to Jim Rohn, you know, he was working a regular job and doing his network marketing company. And, he, and there came a point where he was making more money in his network marketing business than his regular job. But he still kept the job for a while because you know what? It was, he used that for his marketing. He says, you know what? I'm having, I'm doing this great stuff. I'm making more money in this part-time thing, this part-time gig that I have. And it's giving me this great life, but I'm still keeping my job. So people were wondering, hmm, he has this part-time gig where he's making more money than he is at his job. Well, let me ask him. I want to know more about because I was very attracted to people because he was doing something part time that was making him more than his full time job. So he stayed at that job because because he knew he could use it as a selling point. So, yeah, you can do this part time. In fact, the vast majority of people are doing it part time, especially starting off, because it's hard to quit your full time job and do this because you're losing a lot of income. Most people do not make a lot of money starting off. So I definitely recommend. I'm sure you would. Don't quit your full-time job when you're starting. Just keep your job, do this part-time, and so you really build it up. Then you can decide what you want to do. 100%. I never tell anybody, when you make X amount of dollars, you can quit. That's, I'm not going to be that guy that's going to make that decision for them. Let them decide when it's right for them. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is that having a job based on what your job is, you're around people all day. You know, I don't have a job. I go to nine to five. I'm around my house when I go out and do things mm -hmm. or I go out and play golf or whatever. It puts me in front of other people or sports or something like that. 
So mm -hmm. I, I never, never tell anybody, you know, when you make, you're making, you know, twice as much a month or three times as much, you can leave your job. That's up to you. Cause I don't want to be that guy that, you know, if something happens, they look back and go, Danny, you told me I could quit my job. So mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to get that from me. That's up to you. Um, but knowing you can do this part time, um, that will enable people to decide when they want to leave or they can, you know what, they can work their job and still do this. And that's the thing that I enjoy about it personally. You know, um, I wouldn't mind if, I, I mean, I went back to work selling cars in 2011, 12, you know, but I don't like, well, I don't mind working. I just don't like having somebody to tell me where I got to be when I got to be there type of thing. So, you know, it is what it is. And so that's where I'm at. That's awesome. Well, you have the freedom that you want. So you just want to do things where you're not having a boss telling you what to do. You decide what you want to do, what kind of jobs you want to work. You have the freedom and the flexibility to do that, which is, I think, why most people go into this business because they want that freedom to spend more time with their family or just go out and travel. Just doing those things which they really can't do from the regular nine to five job. So it's the thing. It's about choice, having the choice to do what you want to do. So which is one of the great things this business can definitely absolutely give us so what are your what would be some tips you would give to people the more who are looking to get involved in this industry you know they're brand new you know they go home they're excited about the industry and we know because when we first got started we made some mistakes so what would, what would be some things you tell them that they should do and that they should not do as they're getting started they should do um and, and this is a big one you know people talk about their why Say, when, and, and I took some notes here from a call I did. I'm trying to find definitely, it was on what you just asked. Mm -hmm. But you need to find out why you want to do this, not what your why is, if that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Why you want to do it and what your why are two different things. Okay. So find out why you want to do it. You know, um, you know, find, find a company and I don't know if this is part of your question, find a company that you can feel passionate about, whether it's the products, the company and the, the comp plan, you know, the, the culture or whatever it is, because there's thousands of companies out there. Um, and I just found my notes here. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm not going to say that the first company you join will be the last one. There's people that have been with one company their whole career and I, God bless them. You know what? I haven't had that. Um, I haven't been able to do that and I'm not ashamed of it, you know, but here's the, the, the notes that I took when they get in is, you know, when you decide why you are doing this, the thing that I can share with somebody is when you do get in, be a servant to others. No, it's not about you. Um, don't worry about your bank account. Worry about their bank account. Mm -hmm. um, take the focus off of you. Um, understand. Understand. Um, it's a lifestyle change, not a career change. You know, make your business part of your life. I talked about that versus your life part of your business. That's the biggest thing that, you know, if I could say to somebody that this is going to be a lifestyle change. You know, you've heard this before, you know, do what others won't for the next three to five years so you can live your life like mm -hmm. others dream about, yada, yada, yada. See, it's more than three to five years. If it was only three to five years, majority of people I know would have checked out and would be continuing building every day. But understand that it's a lifestyle change and that lifestyle changes your life is going to change and you know um and, and if you understand that you know in the personal development stuff you know things like that it's again i don't force anything on anybody i don't tell them hey you know what you need to pick up a book and read it these are the type of books that i like to read they're this small don't give me a book that's that thick i won't read it this is a book I just read. I read this on the plane back from Georgia by Joel Olstein, uh, Empty Out the Negative in Your Life. It's a great book. That's the types of books I read. I've read, you know, the other ones, 
you know, think and grow rich, you know, how to win friends and influence people, you know, but, but you know, you have to be willing to um, become a better person, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. Uh, and then, you know, something else, you know, don't quit when you lose that feeling that you had when you first said yes, because there's going to be times you're going to be like, well, I can't find anybody that wants to, you know, I got, again, I got products all over my desk from other companies. I'm turning the, okay. <laughs> you know, they don't like my products, you know, their products, you know, aren't working. They're not getting the results that they should, you know, or they're not making the money that they should. And you might say, man, maybe it's not for me. You know what? That's why it's important to know why you're getting in. Again, there's a difference between your why and why you got in. Your why will keep you going, but the why is, but why you got in, and it might sound kind of an oxymoron, your why when you first get in, why you're doing it. Like when I first got in, in 1995, why I got in is not why I'm in right now. I got in so a guy would stop bugging me. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's why I got in, honest to God truth. Why I got in that company in 2007 is because I needed money. That was different than my why. And back in um, 1995, why I got in. So again, just just know it's not about you. It's about others, helping others, help as many people as you can. Don't worry about the money. The money will come. Um, you know, if you're in a binary, I'm, and this is kind of going off the track mm -hmm. here. Don't think you got to put all those big leaders in, in your pay leg, if you know what that means. All right, because it's not about you, it's about them. Give them the opportunity to make money and you'll see your life change. So I hope that kind of answered the question. I know I kind of went rambling along. So no, you cover some good points there. I think it's really the attitude you have when you go in. I know what I like to do, you know, look at the difference between why you got in versus your why. That's definitely very important. And I like the fact you have to go in with a servant attitude. Don't be focused on I, but be focused on them. And don't be focused as much on your bank account as much as you be. You should be focusing on their bank account because yeah. in the end, if you help grow their bank accounts, it's going to help grow your bank account. It, again, it's a win-win situation here. And it can't. It, it just reminds me of that Zig Ziglar quote: "You help enough people get what they want, they will. It will help get you what you want." So everything's related, which is one of the great things I love about this industry. And like you said, there's going to be a lifestyle change. So I think that focus. And again, I think a lot of people when they get started, and I know I was like this when I got started. We're just totally focused on recruiting people who I can get people to join, and I'm just trying to think of the the best scripts, the best phrases to say to people. And I, I spam my links to other people. And guess what? I got pretty much no one to join me because why? My focus was solely on myself, what they could do for me. That's why I mess up. And that's what a lot of people do. So I think uh, it was very important. You brought up the fact you need to be focused on them, helping them succeed, be focused on increasing their bank accounts because it'll help increase your bank accounts. When you change the focus off of you to them, everything changed but it's only about me 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 guess what all the people you're going to talk to they're going to realize this person only cared only cares about themselves they don't really care about me so you know what they're not going to trust you they're not going to like you and they're very they're highly unlikely it's highly unlikely they will join you because they sense you're only in it for yourself when we show to them that you're truly concerned about helping them succeed they're going to be much more open to what you have to offer 100 percent no, it, and that's just a big thing, you know, um, you made a point that I wanted to bring up. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, darn it. That's my, I guess I'm getting old. <laughs> but you no, know, it's definitely, oh, here's what I wanted to say is, you know, the biggest thing I hear people say that they, because they don't understand it's not, it's not about them is they, they call it my team, mm -hmm. my team. It's not your team. It's the team, you know. Um, you know, and it has to be like that, you know, and, and again, is it a mental thing saying, you know, versus my team versus our team? You know what? Yeah, it is, you know, because I want to be on our team. You know, if it's your team, guess what it is? It's all about you. It's not about us. So those are just things that I've learned. Um, you know, my, my the, the, the thing that, again, what I've learned is what I teach. 
It's not about me. Um, you know, I use the, you know, business partners um, versus downline because that's what they are. They're my business partners. Because um, when I first heard that word downline, here's what came to my mind. Well, heck, how far down am I in your line? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if you use business partners, it, it has a two, two-fold uh, deal to it. One, you're in business, and two, that you're partners. And they know that they have a partner that's going to help them build their business. So those are just things that I'm very, I cringe when I hear the word downline. I don't know if you I apologize if you use it. I apologize if there's people watching this use that. It's just me. Um, so anyway, that's my story. <laughs> no, I like the use of the term business partner. Yeah, most of the time we use the word downline. But like you said, it can it could feel different to a person who is, you know, joining. Whereas if you say, this is my business partner, you, they feel like they have a stake together with you that you're working together at in the business and as a business part because this thing a lot of people forget number one both the people join you as well as sometimes the sponsors they sometimes forget they don't work for you this is not a regular job where you're a boss and you can fire them they're independent contractor independent distributors so they're in business for themselves and so but they don't have to but but not by themselves exactly so there's we all have to work together yeah, there you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself, and that's a great point. You beat up. We're all in it as one team. So I like the I like the way you said our team. We're all in it together. I'm going to help you succeed because if I don't help you succeed, I'm not going to succeed. But just but if you talk to them as a business partner, they realize you have a vested interest in helping them succeed, and that you really care for them. So I like the way you phrase that. I think yeah, we, we use similar phrases like that. I think maybe there might be a better feeling between you know, people that are part of the whole team instead of just, they see you as only, I'm only part of your downline or you're, you're solely my sponsor, but you yeah. see yourselves together as one big team. You know, that feeling of community because when a lot of people love to feel they're part of community, when they feel like that, they're much more likely to stay through the tough times, less likely to leave you as well. Uh, less likely to leave the team, yeah. And what you just said about is that community, people want to be part of something. And that company I was in in 2007, um, there was thousands of people that would show up to our big events, even our smaller events that we did weekly and weren't making much money, but guess what they wanted? They want to be part of something. Mm -hmm. And I, and, and, and I know that for example, for, I mean, if I know that for what's the word I'm looking for. So two weeks in the business and that, that company, um, we were having an event in, in Anaheim, California. And uh, I had a golf tournament scheduled that weekend in Arizona. My brother said, you need to cancel that. I said, I'm not going to cancel my golf tournament. He says, no, this will change your life. So guess what I did? I listened to my upline, mm -hmm. my business partner, and I canceled the golf tournament. We went to this event and there's probably about 5,000 people in it. And we were at the bronze level at that time, mm -hmm. which is like second or third level in the company. And they had to stand up because they want all the bronze in the, in the audience to stand up. I remember that feeling like it was yesterday, standing up and having people clapping mm -hmm. for us. And we, at that time, we felt part of something. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. It's about being part of it. You know, that, that word you use, community, is, is huge. You know, it, it's, you know, because let's face it, not everybody's going to make five figures a year, five figures a month, six figures a year, six figures a month, seven figures. They're not going to, that's just, sorry, that's mm -hmm. just life. But you do have the opportunity to make it. But if you treat people like they're part of what you're doing, not, you know, I mean, make them part of what you're doing. They're going to stick around. They're going to be excited about what they're doing, being partnered with you. And you know what? You just never know. I mean, I didn't know, when I got in that company in 2007, that I was going to have the success that you know we had. Um, but I look back and I think about why, what what transpired. One, I was broke. Okay, so that's that's a clue. I rather sponsor people that are broke than people that have a lot of money. I'm just dead on dead honest truth. They got if they're broke, they got to have drive. Okay, you can't be broke and no drive because you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. Probably no drive is why you got so anyway. <laughs> You know, so I was broke, broken, I should say, with drive. I, I needed to succeed. I, I, I knew I could do it. 
And I knew that I'd have to get up every day and it would be all about me. And those are just some of the reasons why I was able to succeed. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Number one, thanks for sharing the story where you were part of a bronze level. You felt that you were part of community when people were cheering you on and clapping for you. So that's why it's very important. You're trying to build a team. You, whether they want to make $300 a month, $10,000 a month, just make them all feel they're a part of the team. Because number one, they're not going to leave. They're, they're happy making $300 a month for five, six, five or 10 years or however long they stay. But you know what? You never know. Sometimes those $300 a month earners, their situation may change. Maybe five years down the road, they'll say, you know what? I'm ready to go to the next level. I want to make $5,000 a month. Yeah. But if you, if, you, if you don't pay attention to them, you ignore them, they may leave and they may wind up going to another company and you want know they build a big business for someone else. So that's why I think it's very important to make everyone feel appreciated, welcome, feel that they're a part of that community. And, and again, I like the fact, not just being broke, but you gotta have that drive too. And yeah. you just never know where the situation will take you. So, you know, you've definitely shared some great tips with us and I really appreciate it. Do you have, you know, we're getting toward the end right now. Do you have any other last minute tips for people who are interested in getting in the industry? You know, what things they should consider? Whereas they want to build, uh, you know, they want to build this network marketing industry. What are some other things they could do? We know we've talked about personal development, focusing on the other person. Any other uh, tips you, you could give out to, to people out there? Just, you know what, um, treat it as a business, not as a hobby. You know, you heard before, hobbies cost you money, businesses make you money. Um, you know, give it your all. And whatever that all is, I don't care if it's an hour a week. Honestly, I don't care. I don't care if it's two hours a day, three hours, whatever it is, give it your all, commit yourself to do, you know, what you can do, you know, don't get involved with somebody and you can see that it's all about them. You know what? Everybody's intelligent. You can tell when it's all about them. You made a, you made a mm -hmm. remark. I seen all the time when somebody, you know, you get spans me on Facebook or whatever about their company. That just tells me anything, but it's all about them. Mm-hmm out saying hey danny how you doing nice to meet you <laughs> okay i'm okay if they say that and then spam me okay <laughs> all right but just know that you know and, and find something you know i i've taken a, a turn to what i'm doing um from a traditional product based business uh to something different you know we talked about them in the forks and by the way i'm mm -hmm. not a forex expert all right but i partnered with some forex experts but I found something that makes total sense to me that I feel mm -hmm. it's duplicatable to others. So that's something else. Find something that's duplicatable that you enjoy, that you feel others will enjoy too. Find something that will, whether it's the product, you know, because it has to be, you know what? It has to be a product that will change people's lives one way or the other. Make sure it is. Make sure it's something that makes sense. Um, but again, the bottom line is when you get in, go all in whatever that all in is again what if it's an hour a week that's all in for you be all in okay and look about look to find others that are looking for a better way and here in and here in this industry it's definitely you know might not be the best way out there uh, but i can tell you it's it's better than a lot of things i've done in my life so there you go Absolutely. That was some good stuff right there. Number one, find the products, find the company, find the culture that you like and try to find something that's also duplicatable because if it's not duplicatable, it's going to be very hard to succeed. So definitely never forget the duplication part. That's very important in this industry. So listen, thank you so much, Danny, for being on today. I loved having you on. It was a great conversation. Lots of great tips, lots of great wisdom from you. So I really appreciate your taking your time here. And I know our audience got a lot of value out of what you had to share. So really appreciate your being here today. And before I let you go, if people want to contact you, what is the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Those are probably the two that I use the most. Um, you know, Facebook is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. D Danny Lacharty is my name, obviously. Uh, you can find me there. Again, I'm on Instagram. I think it's at Danny Lacharty. I don't even know what my whatever my name is there. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, or you can go to dannylicciardi.com uh, if you want to learn more about what I'm doing. Again, that's dannylicciardi.com. Uh, you'll kind of see what, I'm, what I got going on. If it's something that um, feels, you know, would work for you, 
um, you know, reach out to me. I mean, more than help you. Again, it's not about me. You know what? Because it's funny that you, when you just asked me that, I didn't know what to say, how people find me. I like, I didn't, even, I never even think mm -hmm. about that, you know, but yeah, it's, if it's, you know, if there's something I can do and here's something else, I mentor people. I don't charge people. All right. I want to share what I have, what I've learned. If there's anything that, you know, maybe you're in a company and you're stuck, you know, reach out to me. Maybe I can unstuck you. Is that a word unstuck? <laughs> I can help you get out from what you're under. I don't have a problem. If you're in another company, it's not about me. It's about you. It's not about my cash register. It's about yours. Um, and, and then, you know, why I do that. And you know, I end here is because if I can do that and I can get, have other people understand why I do it they'll go out and do the same thing and we'll be able to change the world quicker than we're trying to do right now but for and Victor I want to say thank you for taking the time reaching out to me um, you know here's something that is really cool about this industry the money comes and goes and sometimes there's no money but the relationships that you build in this industry will last a lifetime we're not in the same company you know what, we don't make money off each other, but we built a relationship. And that's something that to me, I cherish is about the relationships that I build in this industry. So I thank you very much from the bottom of my heart, Victor. Amen, I totally agree with you. We develop a great relationship and a friendship. We're not in the same company, but we're here to support each other and be there for each other. And uh, and just, you know, you just showed that you have a true servant's heart. You, people can reach out to you. You'll, you'll, you'll give them some tips and you're gonna charge them for it. So again, People can reach out to Danny Lichardi either on Facebook or on Instagram or DannyLichardi.com. And it's really been great, you know, talking to you to, talking to you here today. And it's really, really been great, you know, developing this relationship with you. I really enjoyed having you on today. And thank you so much for being on. I really enjoyed all that you shared with us. Danny, have yourself an amazing day, my friend. Take care and God bless. All right. Thank you, Victor. We'll, we'll chat later. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.